Welcome to Contemplate, a Bible teaching ministry of Pastor David Robinson and brought to you by Acts Church in Vancouver, Washington. Today we're going to begin learning about the Jesus myth theory made popular by a movie some years ago. And as always, Pastor David will help us understand the truth from God's Word. So please get out your Bible, and here's Pastor David. He sent his son while we were still rebels, while we were still betraying him. He didn't just send him after we were like, hey, we're sorry, we're never going to do anything wrong again. Here we are, we're all perfect, and we all were throwing ash on our heads and saying we're sorry. That's not what happened. He sent Jesus to suffer as a human being and go through all the things that you go through, and worse, to die for your sins while you were still betraying him. While we were still rebels. Okay? That's important. That's a, that's, a, that's a very important point. Now, here's the thing about this. This is a very big deal. This, this truth claim that I'm making, this statement is a very big deal if you believe in a different big story. If you have a different big story and it doesn't include a God at all, or it includes some different God or set of gods, or it says that people are basically good and so we don't need God or, or salvation or someone to pay for our sins or whatever, then Jesus is a very inconvenient truth claim to your big story. And so for those who have had different big stories in the past, they've had to find some way to deal with this Jesus that Christ followers talk about, this Jesus who came, right? And and who we claim became a human baby, grew up as a man, you know, testified to the truth, worked miracles in power, died and rose again. Okay, those are some big truth claims. And people who want to say something different is the truth about everything, okay, the truth. They have to find a way to say that didn't happen because if it did happen, they got no answers for that. And so there's a couple, several different ways that people come at trying to get rid of the idea of Jesus, okay? One of them is what we talked about earlier, this two-story view of truth. They sort of sideline any talk about Jesus or religion by simply putting it in a place outside of facts. It's now subjective, right? And so it sort of sidelines any significance it could have because, oh, well, you like Jesus, I like Krishna, you know, you go this way, I go that way, everyone's all good, let's coexist, right? Um, And we should coexist, but that doesn't mean we have to agree with everything everybody says. That's how some people deal with it. Here's another couple of ways. One, a, a relatively common way that people deal with it is they say, yes, there was a Jesus. He definitely existed, first century. He's, he's there in Israel. He's doing his thing um, and whatever. But he never really did any miracles, and he certainly didn't rise from the dead. Okay, so yeah, there was a guy named Jesus, but all the stuff that is, he wasn't God, and all the stuff that's said about him as far as that goes, that's all false. That's, that's another way people deal with it. And then there's another way that people deal with Jesus. And that's the one we're going to talk about today. And it's relatively common. And that's the way, it's becoming more and more common, that's the way where people say, there was never anyone named Jesus. He never existed. There was no person named Jesus in first century Palestine walking around doing anything. Miracles, no miracles. He just didn't exist. He was made up. He was made up. This is called the Jesus myth theory. 
Okay? The Jesus myth theory. We're going to deal with it um, right now. Okay? Uh, Argument one. No contemporary eyewitness accounts survive about Jesus. That's what they're saying. That's their first argument. They say, even though many people were writing at that time, we have no contemporary eyewitness accounts. Number two, they say the writings of Paul, which is a lot of the New Testament, suggest that Paul did not believe Jesus was an actual person who lived in the first century. He wasn't a real person. Paul didn't think so, they said. Number three, they say the stories of Jesus have syncretistic mythical origins. And I'm going to explain to you what that means. What they're saying is, is that there's all these myths about all these gods that existed, okay? And that basically what happened was some people took all those stories and invented this guy, Jesus Christ, for some either nefarious reason to control the people or even for an altruistic reason to get people to do the right thing. However you want to look at it, either way, they took all these myth stories and they took little pieces from them and they invented Jesus, okay? That's the third argument. All right. For those of you who have, who have been around for a long time, you know how this works, right? I take this theory, we're going to talk about the problems with it and the solution to it. And why do we do that? Why? Because God gave us brains. And we have to think and examine evidence. That's what we have to do. Now let me tell you a couple things before I get started so that you understand a couple things about this theory. Um, first, here's the first fact about this theory. The overwhelming majority of scholars, whether they are Christians or atheists or agnostics or whatever, reject the Jesus myth theory and agree that Jesus was a real historical person. And when I say overwhelming, I mean overwhelming. Like, it just, practically, there is almost no one who actually studies these texts and all the rest of it that actually agree with this theory that Jesus didn't exist. In fact, Bart Ehrman who uh, has, is a big-time skeptic of the Bible and all this kind of stuff. Um, he, he's no friend to Christianity, right? He's, he is uh, constantly attacking the Bible and things like that. He even says this about those who subscribe to the Jesus myth theory. He says, there is not a single mythicist, that's a person who subscribes to this theory, who teaches New Testament or early Christianity, or even classics at any accredited institution of higher learning in the Western world. Okay? That is a lot of people who have studied this stuff, and none of them agree with this theory. Okay? Professor Graham Clark of the Australian National University, who's an expert in classical or ancient history and archaeology, said this about the Jesus myth theory. He says, Frankly, I know of no ancient historian or biblical historian, who would have a twinge of doubt about the existence of a Jesus Christ. The documentary evidence is simply overwhelming. All right, so the point here is people who have done any kind of studying with ancient archaeology, ancient texts, uh, scripture, uh, the other ancient texts, they are not subscribing to this theory. They all say Jesus existed. There was a guy named Jesus, right, that, that, that the Bible is talking about. You know, whether they agree that he did miracles, whether any of that kind of stuff, fine, they can argue about that. But they'd all say that he existed. So why am I picking this theory to talk about when it's been so thoroughly debunked that everyone who studies this, almost, disagrees with it? I'll tell you why I picked it, okay? Because even though there's overwhelming evidence that the Jesus myth theory is false, there are a lot of people, just people out in the world, who believe it's true. 
a lot. Um, and so you will probably run into somebody, if you haven't already, when you're talking and the issue of religion comes up or whatever, who will tell you that Jesus never walked the earth, that there was never a Jesus. And why is it important? Because like I told you, the true story about everything hinges on the fact that the person of Christ walked the earth, was born of a virgin, died on a cross, rose three days later. Without that, this, my true story of everything that I'm telling you is simply false, and we might as well eat, drink, and be merry, and be done with it, okay? Because there is no hope. So if someone says Jesus didn't exist, that is a big slap against the worldview of a Christ follower. And so um, while your professor of ancient archaeology or biblical studies or classics or religion or whatever will probably not subscribe to this theory, your professor of English or communications might, and certainly your buddy at work or at school or your cousin Phil, those guys might. I don't know if you have a cousin Phil, but if you do, you might want to keep an eye on him. He probably believes this. No, I don't know if he does. But the point is, is that you're probably going to run into somebody. You're probably going to run into somebody. In fact, according to an article in the BBC... 40% of people in England do not believe Jesus was a real person. Four in ten of those people, and they talk a little funny, I'll give you that, but four in ten of them don't believe that Jesus was real. Now, that's pretty significant for a theory that's been thoroughly debunked, right? So there's a lot of people walking around with that, and because of that, because there's a lot of people, we got to know about it. I call this an internet theory. This is an internet theory, and the reason I call it an internet theory is because that's where you're going to see it really blossom. If you go to any article, or maybe not any article, but a lot of articles about Jesus or the Bible or religion or YouTube video, some Christian YouTube video or whatever you're watching, in the comments section, you're going to see all kinds of people who come out of the woodwork and say, oh, that's all a myth. Jesus is not real. He never existed. It's all made up to control our minds or whatever, right? So this is really, really common they're on the internet and so on. But here's the point. Because this theory is so strong out there in the popular world, you and I have to address it. We have to address it because these are major claims, major claims against the true story about everything. So let's address it. Okay. Number one, claim number one, no contemporary eyewitness accounts survive. Um... There are a few, okay? There are a few. 27 books in this one here, um, which is, they've probably heard of since it's the best-selling book ever, as far as I know, okay? It's baffling to me that they could even make this claim, okay? They're having to ignore a pretty significant amount of literature. But guess what? Beyond this, there are a bunch of sources that are non-Christians, didn't like Christianity, historians that existed out in the pagan world at this time who also testified to the existence of Christ, okay? Charlie Campbell, author of Archaeological Evidence for the Bible, tells us this. This is what he says. To insist that Jesus Christ is a myth, that he never existed, is foolish, Beside the 27 New Testament documents that verify he lived, there are more than 30 sources outside of the Bible written within 150 years of Jesus' life that mention him. 
These sources include the Jewish Talmud, the Roman historian Tacitus, the Didache, I don't know if that's how you say that. Flavius Josephus, Pliny the Younger, Suetonius, the Gnostic Gospels, etc. These extra-biblical sources reveal to us more than 100 facts about his life, teaching, death, and even resurrection. The Encyclopedia Britannica 15th edition devotes 20,000 words to the person of Jesus Christ and never once hints that he didn't exist. Okay, I'm not going to spend a bunch more time on this. Here's the deal about Jesus myth theory people and this first claim. Here's what they say. There are no contemporary sources. And then I go, oh, um, I've got one of these. Take one home with you. Check it out. And they say, I reject that source. It's biased. This is written by Christians. I don't think that they, you know, I think they made it all up. Okay, all right, fine. Get rid of that. How about Tacitus and Pliny the Younger and Josephus? No, 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 I reject all of those. Well, but they weren't biased. A lot of them really didn't like Christians at all. I don't care. There's some other problem, and they find some problem with everything, which means that no matter what you bring to them, they're going to say it's not a legitimate source. Now, in logic, we call this begging the question. Okay? What, it, what it is is you're putting the conclusion to your argument in the premise, and I'll explain what I mean by that. Okay? If I say to you there's no such thing as elementary schools, and you point out to me that I'm standing in an elementary school right now, but then I tell you, this isn't really an elementary school because, and I come up with some reason, elementary schools don't have nutrition centers, okay? And you're like, okay, okay, fine, fine. How about the million other elementary schools that don't have a nutrition, and I, every one of them I find something to say that's not really an elementary school. Then what you find at the end is that when I say there's no sources, I mean I will not accept the evidence of any sources, which is, means I win either way. And that's not an argument, right? That's just a statement that has no backing. The fact is, is the reason that all these scholars totally reject this view is because it ignores the obviousness that historians, Christian, atheists, or whatever, all agree to that there's all kinds of evidence, all kinds of evidence in the writings, in the documents, not just in the New Testament, which is legitimate stuff, by the way. And we've talked about that before. We'll probably talk about it again. But in the documents, there's all kinds of evidence that suggests that Jesus was a real person who lived at the time the Bible says he did and, and was walking around, okay? Was not made up. All right, I'm not going to spend a lot more time on that. Uh, so this argument um, will not work, okay? Number two, the writings of Paul suggest that Paul did not believe Jesus was an actual person. Okay. I'm not even sure how to deal. It's so nonsensical. I'm not even sure how to deal with it. It's so ridiculous. I, I, I almost don't know where to start, but here's where I'll tell you to start. Read what Paul wrote. I'm not sure, like, if they just made this statement, they were just like, no one will actually look it up. Everyone's lazy. They'll just watch the Discovery Channel. <laughs> I don't know how it works, okay? I don't know what happened. But read what Paul wrote. Here's the deal. It is so eminently clear that Paul believed that Jesus Christ was a historical person who was born of a virgin, died on a cross, rose again three days later, just slightly before Paul came to know him. Okay? He absolutely believed it. Not only did he believe it, his entire ministry was based on the fact that there was a person that was God and man, that was Jesus Christ, that was walking on the earth. Without that, everything else he said makes no sense. It is literally the crux which means cross, which is interesting, of what Paul had to say about everything. He unquestionably 
did it. And then every place where Paul actually talks about the life of Jesus and so on, they, of course, take all of those sections of Scripture and say, well, that was written later, or that was put in by so-and-so, or that was what. So, again, you, you find the same sort of deal where uh, they just reject it no matter what. Let's not forget that Luke, who wrote Acts, which we've done some studying in, um, he was a contemporary and, and buddy with Paul, and he also wrote Luke, which is a biography of Jesus, who he said lived at this time and did these things. Where do you think Luke heard about all that? When he was studying this, we talked about how Luke was this historian who went to the sources, the people who were eyewitnesses, got the information, and wrote Acts and the book of Luke. Who do you think he was talking to? Maybe the same people that Paul was talking to since they were hanging out together and talking to the same people? Yeah, I think Paul had some idea that Jesus was a real person. Since there were people going around dying, being stoned, not in the way that people in Washington do, but actually rocks thrown at them, right? And, and being martyred and killed for this belief that Jesus was a person who died and rose again. I think Paul was aware of it. To say that makes the theory seem so absurd, which is why you won't find a person in the Western world who teaches in this area that, that uh, Bart Ehrman was talking about who believes it. All right, claim number three. The stories of Jesus have syncretistic mythical origins. Okay, this one's a little bit more fun. Um, this is basically the claim, like I told you, there are all these gods and stories of gods in the past that um, have all these uh, facts about them and that these facts are really super similar to the facts that we've heard about Jesus. And so what happened was people took all those facts and invented Jesus as this sort of amalgamation, syncretization, these are big words, I don't know a better one, um, of all these other gods, and this was who Jesus was, okay? Um, some of you may have heard of the movie Zeitgeist. It was, it's a movie that was made in 2007. It was put online for free, millions of hits on YouTube and whatever. Lots of people have watched this movie, okay? It's a documentary um, that is basically, it's basically a conspiracy theory. If you watch the whole thing, it talks about all kinds of stuff, 9-11 and one world governments and someone's controlling your brain or whatever's going on, right? But the first part of it, they espouse this Jesus myth theory, okay? The Jesus myth theory is espoused. And one of the main things they talk about is this idea that, these, that, that they've syncretized all of these other God stories into Jesus. So here's the deal. Let's talk about a couple things. First, is this accurate? And second, even if it was accurate, which, spoiler alert, it's not, would it mean that Jesus was not real? Okay? Let's talk about both these things. First, is it accurate? Okay, I don't even have time to explain all the ways in which the claims about these myths having all these uh, these uh, similarities to Jesus are so inaccurate. I mean, literally just made up, okay? Most of the stuff that they said is just made up. You can go online and look up something like Zeitgeist movie, baloney, or something like that, and you'll find website after website explaining who all these gods are and what their story are and how none of the things that they say are actually part of their story. Born on December 25th of a virgin, died in... You know, just nonsense, okay? There are a few little things in there that are accurate, but if you took away everything else, it would be like, uh-huh, and um, there's almost nothing that is said in that movie that's actually accurate according to the legends, these myths that actually exist, okay? Um, but they're not only untrue about these God stories, they're also dumb for a different reason, okay? And let me tell you what that reason is. Here's 
a newsflash for you. Jesus wasn't born on December 25th, and no biblical scholar thinks he was. I don't know if you know this, but if you'll read the story, it doesn't say anything about December 25th. Um, in fact, we know for a fact he wasn't born on December 25th because we know that when he was born, the shepherds were out in their fields, and we know that they're not out in the fields in the wintertime. They stopped that in the fall, okay? They stopped taking the sheep out into the fields and hang up because it's cold, okay? He wasn't born on December 25th. So even if all these other gods were born on December 25th, if that was true, if that was part of the story, it would have nothing to do with Jesus. Well, that kind of blows December, doesn't it? Truth is, I think we've all kind of figured that out anyway. But in our next episode, Pastor David will give us more about this reality and present some challenging and thought-provoking truths that you won't want to miss. And now let me invite you to join us here at Axe Church this Sunday morning. If you enjoy Contemplate, you'll really enjoy hearing Pastor David in person. So come see us. Get all the info you need anytime at axechurchnw.org or call 360-885-9000. Hope to meet you this Sunday. Well, that's it for this episode. And don't miss the next powerful teaching from Pastor David Robinson here on Contemplate.